So we are live. We are in front of all the people. Shout out everybody on Facebook and Twitch and everywhere in the world. As you can see, we have Mr. Bristow with us today. Very exciting day, as is the case. We are here to bridge the gap. Um, My name is Holden Stefan Rutt. And basically what we're going to do is run through the life of Mr. Bristow, talk about him, get to know him a little bit better, and throughout his journey, extract some knowledge nuggets that we can all use to apply to our general growth and becoming of different and better people. Um, how are you doing today, Mr. Bristow? I'm doing great, man. As always, brother. You and know what I'm saying? Definitely awesome to hear. Yeah, I got big things going on. I see Yeah, I see you got a lot. Like, you're... you're you got like some real good sounds, some high production. I see breaking records may have just picked you up to go do some fascinating and energetically inciting things. Yeah, man. So uh, it's definitely I'm, uh, the new uh, breaking records radio host, host with the most. You know what I'm saying? Man. I'm on Saturday night. Kelly brought me on. That's really cool. I'm excited about it. I'm, Shout I'm... out breaking records, man. I'm excited for you and shut up breaking records. A couple of them have come through and told me that I talked to Kelly and Oasis already and it was really fun to get to know them a bit and I look forward to talking to them again in the future. But today you are in fact the star of the show and I do like Perfect. to start these all off with a, a, a kind of a, a token question that I ask. It's a bit of a story and when it lands, you know, you'll be able to take it in whatever direction you feel makes the most sense. And it kind of starts with my girlfriend. She's washing the dishes and she's got her phone playing and she's bumping that black eyed piece on the, I got a feeling. Ooh. She's vibing and she's doing her thing. And she's, and I'm like thinking about this song, right? Cause now she's doing chores and dancing around. And so this song's kind of like chores music and exercise music now. But I remember 10 years ago, this guy was the club banger and everybody was smashed at two in the morning, jumping up and down in circles, having the time of their life to the same very song. So I thought it was super nifty how like oh, yeah. music can like evolve over time like that. Like all these club bangers once upon a time turn into like these chores music, this exercise music, which made me think about the Cardi B's and all the club music of today and how in like 10 years, that's going to be the chores music. Kids watch their moms wash dishes too and stuff. And that's just kind of what it's going to be. Um, but then I realized then that these musical vibes, right? They kind of play like different roles in our journeys. And when we think about our, our own musical journeys, uh, we often start in this like adolescent phase when we become a little bit attached to a certain sound and are forming our identities. But the truth about the situation is it kind of goes like way back before then, like as early as we can remember even. Like I remember being like super duper young and my dad had all these gray boxes and amps and tape players and shit hooked up to the wires and he would be busting these Led Zeppelin tapes. And at night it was that shitty 90s techno stuff that was being played on on the radios and my mom used to cop these like knockoff disco albums and like play those in the tape decks and whatnot so a lot of tapes and radios and just different vibes and sounds that got like created by like my parents influence and stuff like this every christmas the garbage techno christmas hits remix whatever i hated the music then it's probably great now if i bumped it today it is what it is but really I wanted to know more about a young Bristow, as young as you can remember. If you could walk us through a little bit what it kind of like sounded like to be a little Bristow. 
Well, you know, when I was younger, we used to uh, mess with the tape tape decks, and I would take like uh, the Vina Ice and the MC Hammer, and the, and and you you press play, pause, and record, and you can actually put in Ice Ice Baby, Ice Ice Baby, and then drop it with the hammer with the you can't touch this, you can't touch this. And then go back to Naughty by Nature. You know what, OPP? Yeah, you know me. Ice, ice, baby. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. <laughs> That's how I used to be when I was a kid playing with the tape decks. Yo, how young were you crazy, when you were doing man. this? How young were you? Oh, shit. I was about, I was about 10, 11, 12. Yo, that's... You know, uh, yo. 1993 Percy. when I was doing that, man. You know, when, that is when uh, Naughty by Nature first came out and the Young MC and Fushnickens and, you know, the Black Sheep and Big Daddy Kane. That was a great five when Big Daddy Kane came out, you know. Honestly, so everything about that answer is amazing. So off the jump, you started with, yo, basically, we used to use tape decks to create the samples that y'all is doing with your computers now. We used to cut it together and make hype-ass mixes of our favorite hook parts of all these songs like that was wicked and then you just busted it out i love that answer and it makes me really excited to get into it more but we gotta like run it back even younger yo you gotta understand what i oh, learned okay. is the people you're, love... talking, you're talking about michael jackson we're talking like talking about? <laughs> when users well it's just so i started asking people this question and we found out that like yo shout out uh shout out hash real for being on twitch uh it's, it's nice to see you yes here. my boy what up baby um but it's like really what we found out asking this question is that the audience tends to like hearing about when you five and y'all are doing plays and shit or if you was a drawer so we kind of run it back then because yo we hear about the text and the sounds like was y'all a vinyl family what kind of stuff was your parents bumping when you was getting your chores on and oh, stuff okay. you know, it's funny you ask that man you know we used to have the uh, these records but they're like the the little records. I'm not sure what they're called. I forget right now. But uh, my mom, she had a whole case of them, man. Mm. We used to play all that old music, man. We started off with like Dirty Dancing and shit like that. The 45. I remember as far back where where wrestling used to be huge, and we actually had the wrestling record, and we could play like uh, all the old wrestling anthems and shit like that. We used to play with that. Uh, what else did I used to do? Oh, man, like, Michael Jackson was huge for me back in the day, man. I remember, uh, because I, 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 I slept on the top bunk with my brothers, and, uh, there was, it was mirrored ceilings. So, mm. uh, The Man in the Mirror was a huge song for us. And I, I used to, uh, like, the mirrors were, like, so close to my face, man. Like, and I used to think that, you know, The Man in the Mirror was, was really in there. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? And Michael Jackson was like the craziest thing. My, uh, I had a good friend back then when I was a kid. His name was Justin. He was, he was a black guy. And uh, we started our own group. And we were called Black and White. <laughs> and I started this shit when I was early, man. I have a Scottish family. And uh, there was a big famous singer out there uh, her name was uh, Karma Miranda and she used to wear the basket of fruit on her head and uh, my mom because we used to have always Scottish family come over to our house every summer 
have a big uh, big party and stuff like that. So my mom used to dress me up. And I used to have to sing all these songs. I was dressed up in like a Scottish kilt. My mom knew this is some weird ass shit, but nah, my great. mom used to wear wear a bra and put fucking oranges in there and shit. So I used to sing this song. I remember it, man. It still goes, it goes, I, I know the actions and everything. It goes like, I, 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 I love you very much. I, 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 I think you're grand. See, 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 see the moon above. Whip, whip, whip to beat the band. Do you like my lips? Do you like my eyes? Do you like my hips? To hypnotize you all. I, 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 It's not crazy as shit. Bro, that is, yeah, that this is, is nuts, baby. No, I don't know if you know, but I'm a different type of character, brother. That's what we love I bring here. that high energy. Nah, this you is know, perfect, I ain't scared man. of nothing. You know, I'm, I'm coming out hard. This is my first year actually being online and doing my music, you know, and I'm pushing it. I think I'm doing well. My guy. And yeah, I'm having fun, baby. That, but you're like perfect. This is what we do here. That <laughs> whole story, the mirror, everything. That's why I ask these questions. Yo, who else is yeah, going to talk? Like, that's it. Like, Everybody else in the world is going to ask you that other stuff. We're going to talk about how you stared at the mirror and got inspired by Michael Jackson and somehow. But when did you form this group, this black yeah, and white? Yeah, my brothers just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> when did you start my the... My brothers uh... just scared the shit out of me. They play that song every night on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh, so are you the younger one? <laughs> no, I'm the black sheep, man. Okay. I'm in the middle. All right. You definitely weren't the oldest if people were scaring you is what I took from that. Yo, you got to keep smiling, bro. Yo, it's going to be on Come and off, on, my guy. I know I don't know you. You need to keep smiling, brother. I'm not smiling. I tried. Yo, I, I did the whole two-hour interview with this dude, Iron Solomon. I smiled the whole Show thing. Your <laughs> Yo, you're... <laughs> Show me your teeth. All right, there Show me your goddamn teeth. All right. So, yo, yo you... so you know why? Uh, you know uh, Jesse and Sean, then, right? Yeah, I do. Um, Smoking ink? I do know them. Extremely yeah, man, they, they my homies now. Yeah, I heard yeah. all the Roswell beats. I love them I guys. Like, Yo, that was some fucking fire shit that came over there. Um, no, for yeah, real. Yeah, I run on Roswell beats. They're really well done. Extremely talented group of people. I, yeah. All right. When you like back when you were young and yeah, you said you sure. see this black and white group when did that happen is that like super young still or is that like teenage young or how young is that oh yeah that's like that's like grade three four five okay so like young you're already you know, busting uh, we did into the talent it. show in grade five young. yeah i was i've been doing music my whole my whole life dude that's you know? super so. nifty like Honestly, just the but fact. But there's, there's, there's lots more to my story, man. That's you I've... know, like, that's nothing. I, I... That's where we start, though. I've dude. conquered a lot of demons along the way, too, man. That's fair. I, I tend to go real chronological with it, right? Like, the story starts when we all little. And yeah. we already learned that you were busting out the talented stuff. Like, honestly, like, at the youngest age as possible, you were already getting an experience already getting your showmanship and because yo you see what you're doing today and it's really well done so i find as we talk to people we just you know Thank you, get to hear this like experience come out of them um so basically when did you start to get into music more directly yourself like you started to pick and choose beyond like let's say the michael jackson's and the stuff around you when what was like some of your first early favorite stuff 
Well, see, you know, I had a, I had some problems. I ran away from home when I was 15. Okay. And, uh, you know, I always, uh, I was always, I was a street kid, man. You know, and, uh, I had a hard time and, uh, but no matter what happened, I was always writing. Like I have raps now that I spit today that I wrote when I was 15, 16 years old. I memorized, bro. That's my talent. I got, uh, probably 60, 70 songs memorized in my head and they're from since back in the day, you know? And, uh, that's, what's good about me now is that now I'm writing now and it's like the craziest shit be coming out of me, man. But, uh, back then, you know, 18 years old, I, I created a cocaine problem and, uh, but, uh, you know, I ended up in rehab when I was 22 years old. First rehab, and I was always writing. And, you know, uh, I wrote songs. I started a group when I was in grade nine. We were called the Miners. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just we just did our thing, man, for fun, you know. And then, you know, it started getting a little serious when I was about 26 years old. I ended up at Voodoo Nightclub out of Windsor there. Okay. And I uh, emceed for uh, DJ Ruckus. He was a techno DJ out of Detroit. Okay. And I ran hot body contests for uh, Voodoo Nightclub. And I uh, became like top 10 promoter in Canada. You know, my uh, my personality was too big, right. you know, and uh, I created a lot of attention. I started dressing up as uh, Superman and shit. On this Friday night in the street, you know, and I brought a lot of people into the club, man. I remember I, I stole uh, the lineup at a Royce to Five Nines concert, and brought them all into my club. <laughs> yeah, True story, man. You know. Um. Yeah, I definitely appreciate what you're saying. Started getting noticed, uh, you know, when I I, I met make uh, mix master Mike. I was a huge Beastie Boys fan. And uh, I got to actually dance on stage with Mixmaster Mike. It was fucking awesome. And Treble Charger was there, and I met Sam Roberts. Sam Roberts saved me Wait, from where? security and everything. I hung out with them all. Okay. And that's when it really started popping off for me. When, but when, then, uh, you know, when did I got this... caught up in the scene again, man. When? Okay. All right. So when did all that happen? Was about, so I'm just trying to follow the story. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's like this highlight reel of like moments like pop, pop, pop. And I'm like, yo, these are a lot of really interesting moments. And then like Tons. So I could write a book. You probably should write a book. So much shit happened to me, man. Honestly, but the I know of, I will. When end, I'm done doing what I'm doing now, I'm gonna write a book. I would definitely you know? read that. But yeah, it was it was crazy, man. You know, I, I started getting a little serious. I ended up uh, in my last rehab. I got off the streets and everything. And then, uh, you know, I started, I opened up for uh, Swollen Members. And I was doing shows for uh, Robbie G. What? And then, uh, you know, I did a whole bunch. The Troy Ave, I did Young Stitch, did Obi Trice, I did Swollen Members, I did a Cash Money Records show, did all kinds of shows, man. 
Danny Diablo, Chief Kamachi, fucking Adlib, all of them, man. And uh, I still wasn't taking it serious. What? You know, I still wasn't taking it serious, man. I was still fucking around, you know. And then, uh, you know, long story short, I met a woman. And a good woman. And uh, we had a baby. And I started getting for real, you know. Started getting real. Life was like hitting me hard. Took me a long time to adjust. And then uh, I had another baby. <laughs> and I started being serious, man. And you know, I just honestly, Holden, I just started getting serious. Like, this year, you know, two two twenty, and uh, I decided to go online. I started it last March when COVID started, and here I am, man. I've putting out like four or five videos, and I'm killing it, killing it. I push myself, you know. I just keep doing it every day, and I do something every day to better myself, better my music, put myself in a better situation. You know, that's why I keep doing these interviews. Do these interviews, fucking show myself, expose myself. Not expose myself. No, I get you. Well, I'm not going to expose myself. I'm not going to expose myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're an interesting character, and you have said a whole lot, and I have no idea how to piece together this timeline. I feel like you have patches of career and then patches of... Uh, Fuck the timeline, man. <laughs> All right, we through this. Um, Let's just have some fun. <coughs> no, nah, I just feel like you've done so many interesting yeah. things that are worth like exploring with more detail. Like honestly, I don't. You you went to some place where you, well, you okay first you stole people from Royce the Five Nines crowd. How did you become a promoter? Tell us about being a promoter more. <laughs> like you've just done a lot, and we need to talk about them with right more now. details. <laughs> so. I was in rehab and I met this girl and she had big time problems. Mm. Her mom wanted to talk to me on the phone because the girl was like uh, attached to me. She wanted me to bring her home. So I went from Guelph, the Homewood rehab. I took this girl and I brought her home to her mom. They let me stay there for a little bit, you know, felt uncomfortable. So I said, fuck it. And I stayed in Windsor and I went to the Salvation Army and I lived there and I was walking down the street one day and I seen a sign and it said, Mix Master Mike, Sam Roberts, Treble Charger, be here. We'll give you some free tickets. So that's for Voodoo Nightclub. So the owner of the club loved me right away, put me in the hotel, mm. started paying me cash, 200 bucks a day. Plus he put me in the days in. And, you know, I started just talking to people, man. I was just, that's what I do, bro. I fuck, I talk to people, you know? I love the people. <laughs> I love the people. And, uh, and God damn it, they love me. <laughs> you are wonderful. And uh, it just it started from there. So, And then I got the 10-day countdown, and they kicked me out. <laughs> countdown is. Super, Superman took over the streets. <laughs> I swear to God, bro, when Dr. Dre and Eminem 
through that fucking video where they're dressed up as Batman and Robin. Okay. They stole that idea from me. Uh, of course. <laughs> I swear to God. I believe it. They used to see me out there. Okay. You, you know, are... I remember it's winter Detroit border. Oh shit. Okay. You that know? does make sense. I was like, oh, where, okay, where are you from? Like, right. where where are you from? I don't think we've established that. I'm from that. Hamilton. Okay. I'm from Hamilton, but I live in the country now. <laughs> Ain't nobody fighting me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm from Hamilton, though. I had some problems, and I traveled around a bit. I finally got my shit together. I'm four and a half years clean. I feel good. Yo, you should feel good. You're fucking incredibly talented guy. Yo, the big thing about you that I found interesting is in your art is just the authenticity mixed with versatility. What I mean is, yo, you put your heart on your sleeve in every fucking song I heard. Well, I listened to basically everything I found on YouTube. Uh, and, yo, it's, it's really solid work. But then every song is also just like, you're like, fuck that genre. I'm in this genre now. I'm doing this vibe now. I'm in this mode now. And I just fucking think it's so incredible how, like, versatile you yeah. are as a creator. So, like... Thank is, you, man. Is this, you know like, what that's what I'm trying to do. And is that just how it's always been with you with the art? I got a techno song coming. Yo, I love that. I'm, I'm really into that these days. Um, like I said, I feel like I'm feel like I'm very versatile, man. I don't want to just do hip-hop, man. I want to do everything. I like you know, I want to do blues rap. I did the I did the country rap. I, you know, I did the the hip hop patino. You know, I got the uh, I just did the what was that hardcore rock with Best Damn Roofer. That was a great song. You know what I mean? And that song's a hit, bro. I enjoyed it a lot. That and, is. Uh, the... You know, I got a techno song coming. I'm also really on that techno vibe myself right now. But like, um, what kind of people like? It's a Roswell beat. Shout out Roswell beats again, though. <laughs> so like, so got like, a Roswell beats, motherfucker. <laughs> but um, yeah. So like, basically, you said you did a whole bunch of performances, right? When did you first start getting into performing? Oh yeah. Probably when I was about came back from Windsor. 26 so 28 29 30 and so started doing big shows how did you get involved in that how did you like was it because you were promoting and you knew them or like how did you get into it more well i just i talked to robbie g you know who robbie g is i have no idea who robbie g is okay so robbie g is like uh he's out of guelph but he, he's, he's, he's in Kelowna, BC now. He was with Swollen Members for a while. Okay. He was uh, touring with Swollen, Swollen Members, Mad Child, shit like that. And he he uh, he runs 90 Nickel with Peter Jackson. Okay. Pretty sure. So Robbie G's on that level. So he runs, he's independent. He, he's, he's done, he's doing really well. And uh, he runs a lot of the shows. So I got tied with him, and uh, we hit it off with each other, and uh, I've done tons of shows for him. Yeah, that's really cool. 
Uh, which are some of your? Do you have any like cool yeah, stories or memories that you'd be able to share from that like patch of shows that you did with all those people? Oh yeah. <laughs> Obi tries trying to steal my girlfriend. Did he? <laughs> Seriously. That's yeah, Obi tries. I met him at the Chicken and Waffle House, and uh, you know we we hung out for a little while, and then uh, I flooded the whole party with uh, Bristol's nuts T-shirts. And everybody, I had all kinds of people there. I, I sold the most tickets. I killed it. You know, I did my set. And when Obi Trice came on, he was he was bombed. He was drunk, man. And uh, he actually took my hat off my head and he put it on top of his head. And he started singing like some fucking Frank Sinatra or something. <laughs> Hello, man. I got the video. That's amazing. But, uh, he started the whole train and uh you know they tried to grab my girlfriend and obi chase grabbed her and i just i fucking clotheslined him <laughs> straight up that's serious and there's nothing he could do about it <laughs> so yeah nice, that's the story there that is you know, i smoked i smoked weed with mocha only that's you know cool. i hung out with danny diablo i brought him back to the after party i hooked him up with some chicks you know, we all crashed there. Uh, Chief Kamachi, Ad Lib. And, uh, you know, I started off from there. But like I said, I, I I didn't take it seriously. It was like a party for me, you know. And I got I was cool, right? I, I showed my personality. Everybody always loved me, and uh, I was always having a drug problem, and it brought me down. Right. I hated it. I hated myself for it. It's a super and, uh, thing. That's when, you know, I did a Young Stitch. Like, I just did a show with Young Stitch in London there a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I got the feature. I got the feature with Young Stitch. It's coming up, you know, and uh, got a bunch of heavy hitters coming. Hopefully, COVID pending, right? Right. But I got, uh, I got the video coming out in July with uh, Young Stitch. That's I got the uh, song coming with Kelly Maloney, Break the Records. I got, uh, you know, Ulysses is coming, Tino's coming, Bruiser's coming. Oh, the best damn roofer is going to be here. You know, I got a comedy show. I'm, I'm roasting a pig. You know, I'm building the stage at the end of the month here. We're killing it, man. I got like uh, two acres in my yard. So uh, we're doing a big. So if I understand, you know, as long as Ford opens it back up by July, we're killing it. Yo, but you just said an interesting series of things. I also, uh, you, you're uh, you're not just throwing a show; you're what? making like this whole event where there just happens to be performers. Yes, I am. So you're really like this is like a festival that's going on on your land. Pretty pretty much. We're also doing a a video shoot. That day with me and Young Stitch. That's a definite. that's gonna be awesome. Catherine Marcus is coming. Reality's coming. You know, we got a lot of big hitters. I got the flyer out there. Check out for full details on Facebook. Definitely make sure that Bristol's uh... fucking album release. It's my first album. My first album ever. It's coming out because I'm clean and I'm serene. And I'm killing the scene. 
know what I mean? <laughs> ah, dude. Um, so tell us a bit about how you got into this album, uh, album mode. How did this all like come to be? How did you like what? Okay, what inspired you to like first of all start taking this all seriously <laughs> again and get into this run? Because I saw you just started releasing, just a bunch of stuff started appearing last year. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'll tell you the truth. <clears throat> I, I I couldn't have done it unless I got, I got clean. Right. Okay. And I'm, I'm not ashamed to talk about it. You know, it happens to people. And, uh, you know, it's never too late. Right. So I'm 42 years old. Hey, bro. And uh, I'm a little older. And I don't give a fuck. You know, <laughs> I got this talent. And I decided last March, I'm going to put it all out there. We made a decision. Talked to my wife. She's down. I don't want to live with uh, regret. You know, I have to do it. It's something I have to do. And that's it. That's where it came from, man. Yeah, that's incredible. So, yeah, one of those... You know, so I made the decision to start putting out shit. And some of the stuff you started putting out, it was older work? Because I know one of those tracks, you said you were like 31 now and like one of them or something like that. So I'm assuming you you have some older work or did you like re-record it? Yeah. Or was this just stuff you had made back in the day? Oh, I have tons. I have tons of older work. But you know, all the stuff that you've put out now is all new. Mm. So I potentially have so many things I can put down. But I just, I'm trying to create something new and fresh and keep up with the times. That's fair. You know, I'm really actually, like I'm actually growing. I'm growing. I'm growing as an artist right now. You know, I'm getting better and better. Each, each verse, each song, each video I put out, it's better than the next. Yeah, I do. I'm I sure you can tell. I, I saw your growth in the videos. Like I. A lot of people would say that, and then it just doesn't elevate. But, yo, you went from, like, the really nice video with the kids and everything, you know, the next video had a car, and, and then yeah. all of a sudden, you're fucking in Braveheart land. And it's, like, seriously yeah, next level. And I'm like, <laughs> that actually is a big elevation in terms of, of like, video upping. I, I would say that that is one of the nicest videos that I've seen in a, in a really long time. Um well, I'll tell you, you know, I work with a very creative filmmaker. His name's Josh Tiller. I, I think he's like the best in the game. And he, uh, he, he captures my vision, man. And uh, this video that we did, the last one there with the best damn roofer, it was out of this world. This guy, you know, I think it's probably one of the best videos he's ever made. You know, he believes in me, and uh, and we're we're moving together. Yeah, it's really cool to hear. Heard up. So he's he does all your videos. He's gonna do the mom moving okay, forward. Shout out Josh Tiller, ZT Media. Check him out. He does good cover art. Does all my flyers, all my cover art, everything. Josh Tiller. He's a motherfucking man. That's incredible. You heard it from me. <laughs> so. Right. So, uh, at what point did you start, like, actually making the album? <laughs> like. So, I'm working on the album right now still. Oh, you're still working? You know? So, it's like an in-progress thing. So, I did this. Sh- I did. Yeah, yeah. It's a progress thing. I got some, uh, you know, s- tracks stored right now. Nobody's heard. 
bunch of unreleased stuff, and it's going to go on the album. And when the album goes out, I'm hoping it's going to sell. Mm-hmm. I think it will. I, I got some t-shirts coming. Got some t-shirts coming at the end of the month. My new logo. Versus those nuts, baby. Stop. <laughs> so I'm going to get some masks made and all that and sell some merch at my show. It'd be great. So what's the name of the project? And we're having fun. We are having fun. What's the name Better of the, What's the name of the project? It's gonna be real life, true stories. Yeah, Everything a- I write's about my life. You know, everything's a true story, man. You know, if you want to talk about a song, I'll tell you right now why I wrote it. Why I wrote it like that. You know, "Daddy Needs a Break" was my breakout song. You know, I was having problems wow. at the time. Me and my wife, we had a split up. And, uh, you know, I had to I had to leave. And, uh, you know, when we worked it out and I came back, I realized that I just needed a break. You know, I was, I was frustrated. I was, you know, raising, I got three little girls, man. And uh, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't always easy. Yeah, no. And uh, we needed that break from each other and, and we got it. And that's when I came back and I wrote Daddy Needs a Break. Did my first video ever. It was a stellar video. True story. I really liked the song a lot. Um, There's an authenticity to it. Plus, it. I think what I like the most about your music is how I don't really know that you're actually writing it for anyone, so to speak. You're just kind of writing it because it's what you had to write. That's the biggest feeling I can get from, like, every song. Like, a sense of urgency in, like, the content. Like, it's just the right. And then the delivery is usually really stellar, too. Um, but yeah, I didn't even know that. I didn't even like really catch that. That's what it was. I was actually sitting there going, the fuck kind of break does he need? Does he need a break from being a parent? I was, I was, I swear I was a little confused. And then you explained it. I'm like, that makes well, yeah, sense. Kinda. But it's it like, it's kind of like that, you know, and, uh, times but, are tough, man. Trying to pay bills and, you know, maintain your household, make sure your kids are fed and taken care of. And, uh, you know, being a good dad, trying to be a happy dad, and uh, it ain't always easy. Like I said, yeah, but it's important to. I love my kids, man. You know, my kids are like everything to me. You know, and I'm raising them. I'm trying to raise them properly, and be involved. You know, with their with their lives. You know, my daughter, she's singing. She's playing. She's taking piano lessons. You know, I'm gonna have a. I got a new song coming up with her. And uh, it's amazing. Yeah, that is really amazing. Honestly, you sound like an incredible person. She's I'm only like, seven years old. You, you sound like the kind of person. You that, know, I try like, to be funny. Inspires. I'm funny and everything like that. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, I'm a funny guy. I got all this high energy and everything that. But when it comes to the end of the day, I'm a real person, man. Try to be as real as I can. I like that. So what's the story behind Turn the Lights Out? <laughs> okay, here's the story. I don't know if you heard the the country rap, uh, the country video I did. I heard one. With the guy. I, I think I heard the, the cowboy song on guy. Spotify more than I saw the video. No, because it got taken down. What happened was I had a falling out with the guy who sings the hook on the song the one I love it's called mm. the one I love 
and he sings a song. Goes, I don't know her, but I know her enough. I don't know her. She's the one that I love. I'll, I don't know. It's, it's not on YouTube anymore because there's a big story behind it. The guy, uh, he went behind my back and copywrote the song behind my back. Oh, shit. And uh, we are doing this, uh, like, a package, a promo package with these guys from California. And uh, it cost 1500 bucks. And uh, they got, like, 450,000 subscribers on their YouTube channel. The video actually went to uh, 122,000 views. You know, it was a big one. And uh, he went behind my back. He copyrighted the song behind my back. So wow. what happened was we had a big falling out. I didn't want no part of it. I told those guys, fuck off. Don't don't fucking promo me no more. And uh, they're actually going to stew me and everything. So I was like, fuck you. And uh, I'm not friends with him anymore. So what happened was I decided... And I'm going to do the uh, turn the lights out. So if you notice in the video, we actually kill the cowboy. You do? I did notice that. That's him. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's the guy's hooking his shit. His name's Billy Buff. He's a fucking asshole. Tried to cheat me. And he tried to take advantage of me and my family. So we did the video. We turned the lights out. We killed the cowboy. And I don't even know if the guy's seen him. I don't even care. But that's what that was about. It definitely explains the energy and the passion in the track. Um, it's a, it's. I like the song a lot. Can't, it's a mosh pit banger. It is what it is. Thanks, man. But um, yeah, it's different. It's out of my element. But even with but, that, uh, you know, like, I tried my best at it to keep keep that rock and roll flow going. You killed it. And I'm glad that you're sharing everything that you're sharing because you. when people hear stuff like this, they can learn from it, which is the best part about yeah. just going through things. You know, that's the that's the shitty part about the business, man. You know, I actually just bought a beat from somebody and uh, they didn't give me the wave files. I've been asking and asking. Like, so, you know, they ripped me off. Yeah, that's, that sucks. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man, you got to be careful. You got to be careful who you deal with, man. And you never know. Like, it could be like your best friend. You know? Yeah. Best friend will rip you off. I mean, I feel like everybody that's made it wouldn't have songs about this if there wasn't some truth behind it. And I guess everyone encounters it in their own way. But if you can feel that into a banger tune that is just as good as you did, then, I mean... At least we can get something powerful out of it. I mean, that video is nuts. It, it's fucking a great song. Um, you just, I love the outfit, the aesthetic, like just everything with the green beard and shit. Yeah. Like you're just like, who yeah, man. is this guy? Like, you know, uh, I don't know if you know the other podcast show. It's called Shooting the Shit. I I ha I know them. Cause like they're on my radar more than I have really. I right. talk to them like I want to in the DMs, but I don't really know them. Well, I did my makeup up. <laughs> Went on the show. <laughs> You're lucky, bro. You're lucky I wasn't feeling weird today. You know what? 
Um, I'm a big fan of the the psychopathic records family. You know? So like, I would have fucking loved that, dude. I really would have. I mean, I'm really into the whole vibe. Yeah, it was awesome, bro. It was awesome. They loved it. They loved it. They couldn't believe I did it. <laughs> I don't care. I went on the Eddie G TV show, and uh, I pretended like I was I was sleeping, and I was in my bed, and I was sleeping, and I woke up. I was like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! What's going on?" I thought I was on an Eddie G TV TV show, <laughs> and then uh, I went to the washroom, and I went to the washroom, <laughs> and then uh, I shaved my head, shaved my head on the show. And I jumped in the shower <laughs> on the show. You are a character, then, uh, sir. I, I ate cereal like crazily. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was jokes. That's what I like doing, though. But I figured I, you know, I didn't really know you that well. So I come on and just be real. <laughs> I, um, Yo, you're definitely an experience. I am never gonna forget this interview for the rest of my life, and it's not a bad yeah, thing. Boy. You stand right to make an impact. The... I made you an do. impact again. And like, <laughs> it's important though. Like as an artist, right? Like a lot. I mean, it's not many times that I've actually had a guest who's like, "Fuck your show, I'm doing what I want," and got away with it. You, you like pulled <laughs> that off quite successfully, and uh, I'm impressed by that Thanks, more man. than anything else. Because it's I like. You know what? Bristol's gonna do what he's gonna do, but you're not boring. You're making it fun. You're just kind of like, yeah, so it's like even if it. people don't necessarily care as much about the music, yo, the character is just fascinating. Like, do you? And then, as but it's know, not a character. Well, it's not I'm a character. It's me. <laughs> maybe it's a poor choice of words, but it's like when you encounter somebody online it's yeah, like yeah. you get to know them as far as you can get to know them via the internet is i guess what i was in my head with that but yo, yeah, how did that. how did you get to the part then where all of a sudden you're doing breaking records radio which is pretty fucking cool i'm not gonna lie i watched them and i'm like they get some really fucking cool guests and whatnot yeah they do and uh you know i've been talking with kelly for a while and uh him and i video ch video chat and we're funny, you know, we're funny with each other. And uh, he, he put out a post out there. I called him and I said, yo, what the hell? Why not me? Mm. You know, and he's like, wow, wait, wait a minute, man. Like, yeah, you. I said, yeah, man, let's do it. So I started doing it. We did my first show last week. I'm trying to figure out uh, programs here so I can record at home and everything. I got my new mixer board. I got my new mic. You know, uh, I just got this computer. I'm making moves, man. Making moves. You know, and uh, the more I put myself out there, the better. So fuck it, I'll do anything. Yeah, it's. I'm down. I love your energy you for know? real. Have you started the radio show? Have and you? They, they, Kelly Kelly Maloney. Yeah, yeah. I aired last week. How is and it? And I was hype. You know. It's good, man. Yeah, it's awesome. You play local music. You know, I introduce everybody. You know, give shout outs. I get the promo myself. You know, and uh, I'm a natural. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel so, that. I feel like I can. I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know what I'm looking for yet. Like, you know, uh, I'm just having fun with it right now. 
I'm putting out some good music, some good videos, and uh, let's just see how it goes. That is probably a better attitude <laughs> right? to have than a lot of us have, though. Because a lot of us overthink things. And hey, man, I'm just trying to keep like it running. It. Yeah, well, I'm going to be running it. <laughs> so I, I need more time. Just need some more time to get my shit together. And uh, I'll be running it. So, I, But, the, yeah, my entry. What did you think about my entry? Did you like my entry? I did, actually. For the contest? I did. Break the records? I thought Break it was uh, it was pretty solid. I, I thought so. your flow flipped up a lot. I'm yeah, not, I think so. I'm not a judge or anything over there. And I'm not a, trying to win it. In full disclosure, I'm not trying to win it. I haven't I just, done very well in their contest. Fair enough. Uh, but like, I think your entry stood out. And what I thought was super nifty is I liked it the second time I heard it. Because when I played it on my stream just now, I realized, yo, I've heard this before. And it was like a happy feeling. You know, like when you've heard something before, sometimes like it's a happy, like, yeah. And sometimes yeah. it's like, a, oh, okay. Yeah. Nah, this was more of that positive. Like, I remember listening to it and I had like, and it was like, no, this is like the dude is coming in. Like, you have like a dancing on the beat kind of quality to it. And like, from a content oh. perspective, I felt like you were humble flexing and slapping people. And I enjoy that personally more than the grandiosity. Like, grandiosity thank you that's a big compliment i don't know i do a lot of album reviews right so like i've listened to hundreds and hundreds of albums at this point and so a lot of things people are impressed by Mm -hmm. are like i mean yeah but like okay so it's like and i wasn't really saying a lot but like a lot of the similes and puns and things like that when that's basically the main part of a toolkit i'm like but that's the most replicatable thing right like anybody can in theory learn to write this shit you know and ultimately copy the formula sure. so to speak but when i listen to somebody like you and another one that's good is five five really stands out for the same reason yeah. there's a lot of passion and authenticity Definitely. in the bars where it's yo they, there's flexes but it's not really the core of it right it's like just part of it and the core of it is more like i don't really i felt from yours that i fucking need this i'm having fun which kind of coincides with what you were just saying there that would be like the main energy i I took from it i was doing those other content with uh the clash and that right and then uh five came in won it (laughs) pissed me off (laughs) you know and i came in i came in second or something or third and then uh the next one came and og verbs He's good too. Fucking want it. I like OG Verbs. Now OG Verbs is a guy a who really Fuck, came. man. I keep coming like second and third behind these guys. I gotta ah. get them. <laughs> I understand that you frustration. Know? Shit. But it's fun though. It's hard because they're they're good, right? But like at the beginning, when I first like seen these guys, they're like awesome. They're unbelievably, unbelievably awesome, man. And I never thought I could compete. Mm. But then I'm coming behind second and third behind these guys. So it kind of built up my confidence, you know, and finally I dropped this one for breaking records. And the reason why I'm doing it is because I I need the feature from junk. I'm Mm. trying to get the feature from junk. He's Mm -hmm. my next, uh, you know, uh, step on the ladder. You could stay. 
to be fair at the end i i call him out like i saw that and i it know, didn't like, really click chunk i want the feature and i like the candidness of it like you're just not even fucking around this is what's going on here and i think there's like a charm to that right like <laughs> but like again your precision yeah right is amazing and then nobody else could have written that verse and that's my favorite like if i'm judging shit here's the closest thing for anybody that cares i go fuck that nobody else could have written that verse as much as possible that is the most interesting thing to me is the level of like that's it replicatability and when i listen to pretty much everything you've done i don't think there's people out there that could really do what bristow does because you're just being like it's almost like you said it's like a journal of sorts i think so too and it's not on a technique front i'm like different like original it's more that you're like an artist artist rather than like you're like trying to like sell Mm. a product or whatever You're, you're just like you're a whole brand you know walking brand that's just beautifully you man like thank you man everything about it like when you're watching that picture and it's like bristol's nuts and you're just like pointing at it with this boyish fucking smile on your face in these little like slideshow video i'm like loving it it's like this <laughs> and all these pictures of you just being happy and just like you get this whole energy where even if it's not like a high budget video you're still selling you yourself to me as I like, like I felt like before I came into this interview, like I got a good sense of who the fuck you were from your music. Sometimes I listen to music and I'm like, I mean, it's dope, but like, I don't know anything. You know, you don't know anything about it, and and so this is also my preference. Right, right. You happen to do it can shit. actually back. It can actually backfire on you. Definitely you can. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that they're dope artists, but then you know you meet them and they're fucking pricks. And then it's like, I don't even like this guy no more. <laughs> right? That's fair, eh? I. Yeah, it's true, man. Yeah, I totally get that. I'm just trying to like learn how to navigate the world of all of this personally. I, I don't. I. It got overwhelming real fast in my life. You know, just a lot of like new, like hundreds of new faces and names just out of nowhere in a, at a pace I'd never seen before. Yeah. And that's like a little hard to like. See, the thing through. is, with me. Like I have all the experience, all the experience. Mm. I uh, I've been doing this for a long time, but I just came out. Like I just came out in March, but right. I've been doing music for fucking twenty years, twenty five years. You know, so when I come out, I'm coming out hard. You know, I'm already grown, but it's funny because now it's like I feel like I'm growing and growing and growing more now than I ever have. You understand what I'm saying? I do. But that's a cool thing in life. I mean, it would become boring yeah. if you just stopped growing. I'm not kidding. Yeah, so, no so I think the fact that you bring this energy... Dude, like, you got to understand. Like, I, I'm like 33, right? So, so often in my life, I sit there and I look at really boring 40-year-olds. Okay? Like, just people who are fucking boring. And it's really hard to, like, find people that are older than I that, like, are actually just like, fuck it. I'm going to go be myself. And pursue my dreams and you know like to me that is a super appealing way to approach life so to see anybody doing it is dope but to also like you know it's like you see somebody that's like ahead of me in the game like fuck it i'm gonna reinvent myself and and just be the best me i can be is like the fucking coolest shit yeah. ever i don't know how else to right. better express that oh well, it's true um it's true for sure 
Yeah, I'm just trying to be me. I'm trying to be myself, bro. I'm you know, sure. and uh, I do good at it. <laughs> I'm good at being me. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I know you say that like as a yeah, joke. That's the thing, man. Like, don't but, like, change. You are good at just being you. Just be yourself, you. man. Don't try to be nobody else. Don't try to be like everyone else. Just, you know, like, be different. You know, be comfortable and different. And be yourself. And no fuck what everybody thinks. You know? I got tons of haters, bro. Haters hate me. <laughs> you, know? you know, I got people out there that hate me and they used to be like some of my best friends mm. and just because uh i'm doing well at what i'm doing that's hate that's a complicated no thing fuck the hate. yeah it's crazy man you I know the friends you lose the, you know i get i get more support from people i don't even know than my own fucking friends <laughs> yeah. you know, you know? You know how often I've heard somebody say exactly that, though? Like, that seems to be the most common shit ever. I mean, like, my friends support me. Don't get me wrong. But, like, they support me because they love me, you know? And they support me. But, like, people I don't know that are supporting me now, it makes me feel like like my music is actually really good. Your music is actually really good. It's like your mom. Your mom saying, yes, you're so good, baby. (laughs) <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about sometimes. <laughs> I just can't stop stop smiling. Hey, come on, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Tell me your cheese. You is a serious one for real. Not a, like I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I don't know how to process this interview as in this is like I've never been in this moment in my life but I like it. I just want you to know that this is fun and I'm vibing well, with you. I hope everybody else likes, likes it too. Oh, they do. I, I know I'm talking funny because I keep hearing myself in my headphone and it's on a delay. Oh, that is... Do I sound funny? You sound perfect. <laughs> you sound great. Do I sound funny? Well... As, as far as my frame of references go, you sound wonderful. Um, and yeah, it's different, right? And different is always good. You come in and you're being yourself, right? And at the end of the day, that goal it is is to, to kind of bridge the gap with you and learn who you are. And if this is who you are, then this is who you are. And this is the best way to learn it. So I'm seeing the chat move, right. meaning that people are still here watching, which makes it bless. Um, and everybody seems to be chat. acting. You just got to go to twitch.tv slash behind that suit. <laughs> and uh, that way, that's it. I'll check it later. Yeah, it, it's all right. It'll be in the video when it's all live after. You'll see the chat coming through the whole thing and everybody's comments. In is real there time. people on? Yeah, there is. Uh, we have a whole bunch of people. Yeah. What's up, my people? Like, it literally, as you said that, jumped up to 11 people watching right now. Two are on Facebook. I know uh, Jesse from Smoking Ink is here. Uh, Ismail is here. Jesse? Your lady from what are you Bonnie's doing? here. Put freaking ponytails in your hair? And uh, Willie Scandals <laughs> is here. They've been commenting up, pretty Scandals? constantly. nuts. So, yeah, it's definitely. If y'all have questions, by the way, you can definitely feel free to ask, too. It's just to show your level of... Well, okay. Engagement. Just don't ask why I'm so goddamn good looking. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just the facts of it. 
because you are. I mean, we don't need to ask. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm a sexy ass motherfucker. Check out my beard, bitch. Yeah, I like the beard. <laughs> yeah, I like, I'm I'm a sucker for a good beard. So if somebody has a good beard. Yeah, I like your beard too, man. I hey, appreciate I like your beard. that. <laughs> it's important stuff to me. Nice Yo, beard. Ismail has a question for you though. He wants to know if you what have up, features dog? on your albums. What's that? If you have any features on your album outside of your daughter. Yeah. Yeah, man. I got Young Stitch. I got mm. Dino. I got Casper Marcus. I got Kelly Maloney. I got the best damn roofer. I got mm. my daughter, Savannah Star. I got Smoke and Ink. Mm. Yeah, man. That's, killing it. Stills. That's a lot of people lined up. How many yeah, tracks man. are the project? It's going to probably be like 20. That's a that's a full fucking album. Look at that. My first album. Mm. I'm putting everything on it. Yo, we got a good question from Willie Scandals that we didn't even touch on yet. Have you dabbled in the other elements of hip hop? Like what kind of elements? So there'd be the graffiti arts, there'd be the DJing, oh. and there'd be the breakdancing, b-boying. Those would be the other. You know, I used elements. to do a like a pretty badass up rock. Hmm. Up rock dance, man. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it, man. I'm a, I'm a pretty awesome dancer. Yeah, that's uh, you good. know, yeah, I used to hang with the uh, Star Lords. Who? That guy named Tricks. He's like uh, one of the best break dancers in Canada. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he hang out with uh, Double Ice and those guys. Yeah, shout out Double Ice. Shout out Double Ice. What the fuck is one? I don't. I. He's gonna be my Double DJ Ice. at the party, man. Oh, that's sick. Shout out Double Yeah, I used Ice. to rave a lot, man. I still like. I used to be like a badass raver, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I dance all night long. Like, gonna, I love uh, dancing, bro. Willie, I stick out in the party. Willie would like you to bust a little move for us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you want me to thread the needle? <laughs> yeah, you do, I'm down. Do the running man? <laughs> I wish I could, bro. I got got enough room back here. Fair Actually, uh, I got a buddy over here right here beside me and, uh, he does backflips and everything yeah that's that's <laughs> but, uh, y'all are like just ready to go y'all are just like mm. yeah man yo so who's your look uh, at these, uh, these poi balls you know what those are I do not know poi balls I do not know what a poi ball is it's like the ball on, on the strings and you fucking and they glow in the dark and shit. oh I do know what those are I know exactly yeah, oh man. okay I okay I for my birthday yo those are wicked stills <laughs> Yeah, I, I did a little bit of raving once World. upon a time. So I've oh, yeah. seen them in action. I, uh, actually, I met DJ Rectangle. Nice. You know who that is? I do not. Yeah, he's like a hip-hop fucking DJ. I, I do not. I'm also from he's Montreal, awesome. so like I'm in like a whole different universe. Oh, yeah? That's like... <laughs> go, let's go. <laughs> I, yo, honestly, yo, here's what happened. I'm not that like in the hockey for real reals. Like, I cared, and then Habs fans happened in my life, and I'm like, I'm not, like, into it like Habs fans are. So then I met people from Toronto, and they started asking me questions like, yo, like, we don't care. Or they started telling me, we don't care like you care. And I'm like, that's interesting. And then I realized it's a little more one-sided, like, Montreal than it is Toronto giving a shit, is my experience yeah. with this so far. And I'm like, this is weird. This is weird how much Montreal cares about this thing that Toronto doesn't seem to care as much about. Yeah, man. That's my overall you know? thoughts on that. So, go Leafs, go. Well, I'm a huge, it is. I'm a huge Leaf fan. And, mm. uh, yeah, we hate Montreal. <laughs> I'm just saying. Gary Price can suck my butt. 
I just, yeah. Traitor. I'm not, yeah, I'm not the hugest sports person. It's like, it's like, I get it on an ethereal front because I've been here my whole life and I understand it. But like, I just went to Toronto and had great times. So I have all love for Toronto. I just remember, yeah, I it's just all, it's nice. It was nice, right? <laughs> That's all I can think of. I'm like, fuck it. Toronto, I actually want to go out to Montreal. The Montreal's blessed. Um, yeah. I'll be there soon. Yeah, man. I give it a couple of months and it's like super blessed this weather. Right now it's in the weird weather phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I don't even mean like COVID. I mean like literally you don't know what's going to be like outside. Then all of a sudden, like late May, it's like beautiful, fucking hot, nice, gorgeous, humidity, whatever. And it's blessed until like August, September, and then it gets weird again. So it's great. Um, so well, I yeah. talk to Jesse and Sean like almost every day. Mm, that's blessed. So I know what uh, what's going on out there. Fair enough. Um, but yo, I had a uh, we had another question from Ismail. Uh, who's your favorite comedian besides yourself? <laughs> uh, who do I think is? You know what? It's so funny. Like when I watch TV, like I don't watch comedy show. I don't like them. I don't think they're funny. <laughs> you know, I watch like. Criminal Minds and shit, CSI and fucking murder, you know. And uh, my favorite co comedian. Yo, that's so interesting. Why don't you find them funny? I, know. I don't know, man. Like, I maybe it's because I'm funny. I just, I don't laugh. I don't think it's funny. I feel you on that though. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of comedy There's either. There's no show that I can say like that I like. You know, there's no two and a half, man. I don't like it. You know, I, nothing makes me laugh. So, sorry, but uh, I'm my favorite comedian. That's a good answer, though. Um, what's Bristow's favorite time to call people? <laughs> when they're shitty. Fuck you, Jesse. I just, I just kind of, I just kind of left it there without saying who it was. I knew, I, I knew it was him. This guy calls me for the shitter every day. That's amazing. That's hilarious. Like this guy got to call me when he's on his shitter, and they say I'm weird. Oh uh, yeah, okay, buddy. Oh my gosh. Um, Should I say, Pop? Yo, we got a, another question from Lindell over here. Who's your original inspiration? Michael Jackson. Fair enough. That's what I thought it was, He's but I wasn't there for that. And I part. love Biggie Small. You know, okay. Biggie Small is my favorite rapper. But, you know, like when I was a kid, I was very inspired by Michael Jackson, and I loved Michael Jackson, and everything was Michael Jackson. And I know, like, he turned out to be a weirdo and all that, but talking about his music, like, I know every word off by heart. Yeah, that's really cool stills I mean just just like yeah. just to have that level of passion towards any kind of a musician is, is cool but like that's a pretty good person to be memorizing the words of when you're little yeah for sure um yeah Ismail I like uh sorry go on all that fast rap man. when I grew up mm. when I grew up man naughty by nature you know you know foo snickers Buster Rhymes. Those are all my favorite. 
I definitely appreciate that. I also, uh, also appreciate your taste in uh, TV. Honestly, I get it. Um, I like stuff that's like I find like nifty, like it, you know, in some kind of like I don't know educational component or something serious, like real going on, or even if it's fictional, but like I don't know, not funny. Um, but from Willie again for my question, who would be Bristow's dream collaboration? Oh shit. That's a big one. I was like, it stunned him. <laughs> yeah, man, it does. Wonder why it stuns me? Because I'm not just doing rap. What do you want me to say? Eminem? No. Nah. Like, what do you want me to say? Biggie Smalls? I wanted you Tupac? to say the person like, that. It's not, it's not just that. Who? Like anybody. You know Could be anyone. Yeah, like uh, there's different types of genre of music. Like BC Boys. I always wanted to be a BC Boy. I get you know that. what I mean? I fucking love to join the BC Boys. I am a BC Boy, motherfucker. I did the BC Boys Air Band in grade 10. <laughs> Martin High School. <laughs> yeah, I got kicked off stage. I was wearing my McDonald's uniform. the <laughs> guy. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I love the way the stories just intertwine into stuff. Um, They're all true. And I know people think I got crazy stories, but it's all it's all true, man. I think it's just that they're interesting <laughs> stories, personally. I wouldn't even go, like, that they're all that crazy, per se. You've just lived one of those lives that comes with stories, whereas sometimes oh, you comes with lives... my personality. Yeah. You no, know, I attract all the crazy. I would argue you, you know? attract the interestings, too. Uh, you yeah, attract uh, you attract the people worth having stories with, sometimes. Like, yo, yeah, for sure. just imagine being at an accountant party. Just a bunch of accountants at a party. Boring. You know, like that's, <laughs> I picture it. I don't, I don't like data that much. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like so. It's like you kind of want the Bristow. The Bristow brings the end. I get it. That's how you'd be an excellent promoter, just yeah. seeing your presence. Um, what no. else we got? Who's who's out there? So we have Golden who's Jenny out there? from Norway is here. Uh, Who? Golden Jenny's from Nor uh, from Norway. What's up, Doc? Um, how you doing? Lindell's I'm Bristol's next hilarious. from Canada. <laughs> in the armpit of Ontario. That's amazing. <laughs> See, uh, do you play instruments? No. I'm mm. learning how to play the piano. Yeah, that's real cool. Yeah, I am learning. Because my daughter's taking uh, virtual lessons. So I have to sit there with her. So I'm learning too. I actually just got a, a mini grand piano. Nice. Um, yeah, I got a mini grand piano. I had to go help out uh, Dan Barker. Um, and uh, he had a bunch of pianos, and I had to move them all, and so he gave me one. What? So you just got a piano? Yeah, I just got it. Just yeah. like that? Yeah, for free. And he paid, and he paid me 200 bucks. <laughs> $200 and a free piano is a serious deal. Um, yeah, man. It's like a mini grand piano. So it's perfect for my daughter. And so, yeah. I just got to get it tuned up. Yeah, that's real cool. I just got it. So, so yeah, I'm learning how to play the piano. So you're, yeah. so you're really just anytime, anything, anything interesting pops up in front of you, any opportunity, you're just going to run with it. That's right. You know, that's what I do, man. I don't, uh, 
I wait for opportunities. I take advantage of opportunities. You know, I don't want to let them pass anymore. You know, I'm like the yes man. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously. No, it's a good attitude to have. Um, I'm actually trying to yeah. learn how to be more like a yes man than a no man. It's very like I'm instinctively a no person and I have to like force myself into yeses more and more often as time goes on because it's, it's a more it interesting. It opens up more doors. It's it. So it's like you say sometimes reactions is like how it is. But the more you say yes, the more you end up in positions where new things happen. Um, <clears throat> Willie just asked an out there question. If you could arm wrestle any female athlete, who would it be? How about I just arm arm wrestle Shakira? I'm in. I'm, in. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I would love to. How about I just wrestle her? Go for it. <laughs> Fuck the arms. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I accept that answer in all of its greatness. Um, <laughs> so what's coming out? I don't know. Maybe Amanda Nunes. You know? Fair enough. I want to uh, see if she can beat me. <laughs> I don't think she can. I'm not really sure who. She's a tough ass bitch, though. Fair enough. <laughs> so you ever fucking throw those haymakers? Sorry. Holy crap! So you beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey? Mm. Yeah, Whoa. I did see that. That went around. Yeah, man, that chick hits hits hard. Mm. I wouldn't want to fight her, but I fucking arm wrestle. <laughs> that is an amazing answer. Um, see so what happens after your album drops. What are you gonna do after that? I'm gonna do another one. Jump right back in, make the second one, keep pushing it. Yep. Why not? You know, let's see how that goes. You know, I love it. Well, you know, I'm waiting for, for COVID, man. Like, I'd like to go on tour. I want to do a tour. Mm. Right? I hear you. So you're going to start the touring situation the second you're able to properly go touring and push that grind. If I get invited, you know. Okay. I have a plan, man. I believe you. Know? you. So, I'm climbing the ladder. I'm calling out junk right now. Come on, let's go. <laughs> you know, I'm going for Hercules. Mm. So you're basically trying to grab the features of the different people that you want to work with, and then elevate it to get to a point where you want to be. Yo, that's, that's serious. Right. Stills, are you gonna? I, I appreciate your grind. I think that you have like this serious artist attitude that is like different than a lot of people I've talked to. Like you haven't once mentioned words like numbers or anything like that. You're just like, nah, I'm here to uh, make my music and then I'm going to make more of the music and I'm going to go play and the music. do some more music. <laughs> I'm a true artist, man. Yeah, I love it. You know? Uh, Ismail I love wants, music. Ismail wants to know if you uh, freestyle off the top. Sometimes when I'm drunk, <laughs> but I don't drink that much. <laughs> um, what's your favorite music video? Oh, music video? Yeah, that came from Lindell. Like of uh, I don't know if it was people? of yours or of all time, but now I'm curious for both. Like, just your favorite from <laughs> other people and your favorite. Well, from my favorite one is. Is the one we just did. Right, right. But uh, turn the lights out. Because like I said, every video is getting better and better. So that's my favorite now. But, uh, you know, Tupac, dear mama. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, man. I did a project on it when I was in high school. And uh I skipped a lot of, I skipped a lot in high school. I I didn't graduate either. But uh my proudest moment is uh, I got twenty five out of twenty five on my English media project. And it was Tupac Dear Mama. Because when I was a kid, I ran away from home, and I had problems with my mom. Yeah, that's like I like. How I actually it. have a song out there. It's the mom song. It's a good one, and uh, it's really deep, man. I... And uh, a lot of people relate to relate to it. If you check it out, like I've had people crying. No, dude, I, I heard it today. Um. Oh, it's it's a big one. I heard it. I feel Old it. Though. That's why. Old I was, but yo, it's it's really cool that. Okay, so I didn't know how old it was until like you said how old you were, and I realized how far back those tracks were, because like. That's when I was thirty-one, right? Your yeah, your music has like this timelessness to it. Where I swear I thought that it came out like recently. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's funny because. Uh, we remade the beat that I'm doing with Maloney. Mm. And it's more, more hip hop y. So it's going to be awesome. So we got another question from Jesse. Uh, what's your favorite of all pastimes other than music? <laughs> Is he being serious? <laughs> Is he being serious? Man, I'm reading it. I'm just reading it. You can see it in the video after. You'll be like, okay, it's a legit question. Is he being serious? Well, it's not the same as his favorite pastime. I don't know what his favorite pastime (laughs) is either. (laughs) No, man, just spending time with my kids. Kids, man. Music, kids, music, kids, and then kids again. (laughs) He says he's dead serious. That's what I am. And I'm glad you answered that. Yo, I can tell that you love your daughters, man. I can tell the passion you yeah. have for it. And I'm fucking, I believe you. I'm with you with this. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So you don't have any video games or anything like that that you play? No, I don't play video games. I got PlayStation 3. That's about it. Yo, that's really cool, though. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think it's cool that you, like, I'm a bit of a sucker for a here and there video game, but, like, as time goes on, I find my like entertainment fading away as I pursue this whole passion thing a lot more. And I just kind of think right. it's cool that you can just live your life like for the things that you care about the most. Yeah, well, things are tough with, right now with COVID. And uh, the kids are out of school. And my wife's working. And I'm home with the kids. And I'm doing music. And, you know, I, I worked the last... Well, we've been together for 10 years almost. Mm. I've worked my whole life. But, uh, you know, she wanted a chance to go out there and do what she wanted to do. And I wanted to do what I wanted to do. So now it just works. So, yeah, I'm, I'm at home. I'm at home with the kids, man, every day. <laughs> and uh, it's different. <laughs> but I'm learning a lot, you know, and I'm intertwining it into my music. Into oh, my that's heart. really cool. I like I like yeah. when you said you did a song with your daughter. I thought that was one of the coolest things anybody had actually brought up um, on my interviews. Cause uh, well, she's good, you know, and she loves it. And we've been even all my kids, man. We we've been singing since they're able to talk. Yeah, that's so cool. 
You know, I got a seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. And we're all singing and dancing every day. <laughs> I'm going to form like a, a girl group. <laughs> and I'm going to get rich, bitch. <laughs> That's serious, though. True story. <laughs> no, I believe you. I was like, he's not kidding. <laughs> like, well, he's I'm, like, I'm not kidding. My kids are talented. I love that. Yo, man, it's... It, Man, I come from the my dad told me to shut the fuck up and not sing version of it, you know. And so just to even see you encouraging it is just blessed. Yeah, I have to. It's really you cool. Know, I believe in uh, my kids pursuing their dream, and that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm 42 years old. I'm pursuing my dreams. It's never too late. Never. Don't let nobody tell you different. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna be 80 year 80 years old, still rapping with my kids. <laughs> have grandkids by I do the grandpa rap grandpa needs a break <laughs> Dude, there's just two grandpas that are crushing it on YouTube doing gangster rap right now is all I'm saying so oh, no, it's I completely viable um, <clears throat> no, that's, that's amazing See, what got you to do a techno song I love techno you know when I used to rave back in the day I'd go to the after parties I used to rap over techno people couldn't understand it but uh I loved it. I love the flow. I got that fast rap, fast rap, and I rap over the techno. Wait till you hear this techno song, man. The hook's amazing. Dude, I can't wait. I guess it's my like. Honestly, it's one of my favorite genres right now. It's the techno rap hybrid. Yeah. Hey, hit me with some links. I love to listen. That's fresh. I like a lot of drum and bass. Drum and bass too, man. Hmm. I'm really like tapped into this like uh, well I started to tap into the Montreal rave DJ Twitch scene because it's fucking blessed oh. that they're all on Twitch. How do you feel about stuff like Twitch and the online world and all of this? Like you know, I'm you... just learning. I'm learning everything, man. You know, uh, I got a Twitch account, but I haven't used it yet. And uh, you know, I'm having a problem going live where I'm at because uh, I'm in the country, right? Mm. And uh, the the internet service is fucking whack around here. You know, I got the uh, the three pack router and everything, and uh, still having problems. I mean, we can't get uh, I can't get Bell, I can't get Kojiko. You know, they don't service here, so I got some shitty ass internet service, and uh, I can't do everything I want. You know, I want to start my own show, Bristol shit show. Yeah, I'd watch. Let's talk about shit. Like literally Talking shit. with Jesse Taking a fucking shit online <laughs> That's amazing Yeah He doesn't know I got pictures of him <laughs> That's fucking great Oh yeah Nah but I mean I didn't even ever think about that internet thing Sometimes I can act like a bit of a diva in Montreal But we do probably have really fucking good internet by comparison Um Ooh. He's, Jesse says he'll do it. He'll take the shit online. Um, yeah, okay. Bring him in. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> it's not, it's not impossible. It is Tell not impossible. I'm going to get fucking toilet right now. But um, I, I don't know. We, we, we'll see about the shit thing. <laughs> I'm like, what are the rules on taking a shit on Twitch? Because Twitch has rules, right? You can only go so far with some of this shit. So I'm like, I think if like you don't see the shitting part happening you keep it above the waist it would be like a legit you could take a shit experience you could hear the sounds that would be like acceptable that would be within yeah. the realms of okay yeah. you just you could probably even show it after 
And that would be like Hold acceptable it. too. Do you know who the best at roofer is? Sorry? This guy right here. No, I was at some point I wanted to ask because I know I, I met him through your music video and that's as far as it went. Yeah. And then I landed on his page trying to figure well, out where you're at. This guy's crazy. Okay. And uh, he's got 40,000 subscribers. He's over 200,000 followers on TikTok. Mm. He got 170,000 followers on TikTok in two weeks. Okay. <laughs> this guy takes shits, all, this shits online all the time. <laughs> Go I'm look not, him up. I will. <clears throat> well, I mean, yeah, I, he's a I spent he's an internet sensation. I'm sitting there staring at this sweater that you have there. It's a new sweater. You just gave it to me today. And I'm sitting there staring at it, and you can let him know this is very fucking effective because I don't think I'm gonna get this out of my head for a minute. I'm gonna be sitting here staring at this. I'm going, I gotta know more about this best damn roofer. Like yeah, I don't, even, I don't know anything about roofers. So the I'll best damn roofer. He started this eight years ago. That's serious too. And he tours to the states. They pay him like three grand for forty-five minutes. That's like, uh, also serious. Yeah, he just does like comedy, like uh, skits and shit like that. But he also plays guitar. Okay. So uh, he actually went to ninety-seven-seven Hits FM. They invite him on the show. They're gonna play his song, and he just got all trashed, and they kicked him out. <laughs> he does it on purpose. He's like he's got a character. It's a BDR, best damn roofer. Calls himself Lord Big Time. Mm. <laughs> he he dresses up in his money suit, goes around, and just makes everybody laugh. He's hilarious. He's the funniest guy I know. So he would be the best. <laughs> Shout comedian. out to Big Time Roof. So the best time roofer is hey, the best, best comedian best not named you. I'm I'm little big time. Hmm. He's big big time. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but would He's you get into TikTok? Too, right? Like he he put the video on his YouTube channel, and it's probably got like I don't know yet, but lots of views. Probably ten thousand in two weeks. Yeah, that's a big number. But honestly, I looked at your numbers and I was like, yo, that's a big number on your channel. So I don't know about his numbers, but I was like, yeah, that's a lot for a music. He just started his own show. Nah, but for you, it was the like dislike ratios. I really, really thought your your, your like dislike ratios were fucking impressive. I'm like, that's not just like good views, but it's good engagement. And that's what's really good. What's that? You have good engagement. So you have yeah. a good ratio of likes, comments, to views. So it's like yeah. not only are people there, but people are interacting, and that's a fresh. Yeah. Well, thing you got to keep up with your comment, with your comments. That's a you good know? move. You know, if somebody makes a comment, make two. You know, ask them a question, so they can keep commenting. The more comments you get, the 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 better it goes through the algorithms. That's what I think. Yeah, that's actually I true, keep... though. I mean, that yeah. is... Sometimes people say things and I very much disagree, but that part's really true. Comments are really important. I answer like, you know what? a lot of them. Sometimes, like, like bad drama, it's just as good as good drama. Sometimes. You know? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes you, know, you depends. Uh, don't want the drama. Yeah, well, I'm just saying for engagement, you know, if you get into a little tiff or something... Just keep it going because you want to know what? The next day, the person who's watching 
is going to be looking for you again. Hmm. That's fair. Um, I don't know. I like to try to build it like with positivity. Yeah, I try to be as positive as possible. You know how many times I want to tell people to fuck off and suck my dick? I don't. Yeah. Because I can't. Because it makes you look bad. That's true. Um, but when you're the best damn, damn breath, best damn roofer, and you don't give a shit. But that's you it. Don't give a shit. At a certain threshold, especially if it's part of your character, it's like trying to get mad at the jackass guys for being jackasses. Like it, exactly. it, it's kind of preposterous at the fundamental. Um, no, that's super cool. So, do you use TikTok a lot? I know I've seen that you had at least one rap video on TikTok. Yeah, I've, I haven't been uh, engaging that much on TikTok, but uh, you know, I'm trying to build up my uh, everything through Facebook. And, uh, you know, eventually I'm going to jump over to TikTok and, and Instagram and everything. But uh, right now, I'm I'm just a Facebook guy. I respect that. Facebook's my platform of choice. I'm not a fan of all the other ones. What are your thoughts on stuff yeah. like virtual reality? Virtual reality? What do you mean? Like with the VR headsets and all of the... Currently, there's a bunch oh, of yeah, DJs see? spinning in there. There's a bunch I'm just of... learning it. You know, I don't even like this headphone on me mm. <laughs> right now. I can hear myself and then I fucking me up. <laughs> oh, I feel like I I'm a robot. I know what's happening. I know why you're hearing yourself now. I get it. Um, is okay. Cause what y'all don't know is we have two zoom calls for Mr. Bristow happening here. And one yeah. of the zoom calls, uh, so he's listening to me through the same channel uh, anyway, whatever, whatever tech shit. Unfortunately, I just realized now it happened. I don't even know how to fix it. So I'm so oh, sorry good. for the inconvenience of that. But you have been such a trooper for sticking through that. That must be real fucking annoying. It's okay, though. Well, I'm glad because yeah. you're, you're wonderful. You know that, right? You're, you're a wonderful, wonderful. person. person. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I like you, too, now. I wasn't sure if I liked you yesterday. <laughs> Hilarious. Just joking. Nah, I mean it's fair enough. Um, but I like you. I like how sincere you are. It it took a second to adjust to you. I'm like, no, nope, this this is different. But I like that. You know, that that's kind of like the say yes attitude, right? You have to say yes to the moments yeah, in man. life, and if you do, then it's a good time. That's right. And, and, yeah, no. Yeah, man. Well, thanks, thanks for having me, having me on. I appreciate it. Fair enough. But, uh, I gotta. I gotta get going. All right, man. Get the kids up there. I appreciate you crying. coming through. Definitely. Thank you for coming. Thank everyone for yeah, watching. No, no worries. For everyone out there, all of his links are gonna be in the description. Everything like that's gonna be there. It's been popping through the chat, uh, I think, as it came through. Everyone's saying thanks. They liked it. The, the people are already commenting their appreciation for you. So it was great to have you. Um, yep. So for, check me out on YouTube, Brian Bristow. Bristol's Nuts, Spotify, all streaming platform. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. And uh, appreciate everybody out there watching. And on my end, uh, you can go if you want. So, yo, live long and prosper, everybody. Appreciate you. If